Coming up, Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright set an MLB record and the Cubs shock the Mets again. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens, and thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We're going to start out with Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina, who know each other better than any other pitcher and catcher combination in MLB history after they matched up for the 325th time last night. The pair proved they can still get it done, and Locked On Cardinals takes us through the day's festivities. A record-breaking night at Bush Stadium and a W on top of it. Hey, it's J.D. from Locked On Cardinals. It was another massive crowd on hand tonight to witness Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina set the all-time Major League record for games started as battery mates at 325, an incredible number that will likely never be broken. Wayno had to battle early on in this one against Milwaukee, but eventually got through five innings. He allowed one run on eight hits while whiffing three and walking just two. Meanwhile, the offense was finally able to figure out Corbett Burns, who had dominated the Cardinals in his three previous starts this season. Nolan Arenado tags him for a solo shot in the second, his 29th of the season. Molina gets an RBI single off of him in the second as well to give the Cardinals the lead. And Lars Newtbar takes him way deep in the fifth for his 12th dinger of the season, 452 feet. I believe they said that was the longest homer to Bush Stadium this season. And although we didn't see an Albert Pujols home run tonight. He did lace an RBI double in the eighth to add an insurance run and make it 4-1. to one. The bullpen fires four shutout innings, and the Cardinals get the win over the Brewers, but the spotlight belongs to Wayno and Yachty tonight. You get a solid performance from old Uncle Charlie. Yachty gets the game-winning RBI. They even pull off their padded strike them out, throw them out, double play. Another magical night at Bush Stadium. Their lead in the NL Central is back up to eight games. Their magic number to clinch. Now down to 12. For more in-depth Cardinals content, be sure to join us tomorrow for a brand new episode of Locked on Cardinals. Even our Locked on Cubs host is not quite sure how this happened, but Chicago swept the Mets in New York this week at a crucial time in the NL East race. He has more as Chicago heads home. Three wins, Richard. In one of the most shocking series results of the 2022 Major League Baseball season, the Cubs have swept the division-hopeful New York Mets. I think the Pirates swept the Dodgers earlier this year. Uh, but but considering where we are in the season and how important these games are, this was shocking. Uh, a really nice job. Cubs scored five runs in the first in, inning off Peterson. A bunch of hits. Drew Smiley continues to just be one of the really nice storylines of the Cubs season in the second half after the All-Star break. The bullpen did enough to hold it down. Let's hope that Seiya Suzuki hit by pitch in the hand is okay. I want to see him finish the year strong, but uh, really a shocking. I don't even know what to say. The Cubs sweep the Mets, the Metropolitans, and uh, I-, I can't even give an accurate recap. Everything went perfectly. The Dodgers and Diamondbacks needed extra innings to decide things as L.A. tries to lock down that top seed in the National League playoffs. Sergio Alcantara was the hero for the home team down to their last out. And Locked on Dodgers and Locked on Diamondbacks have a recap of that exciting finish. Well, the Dodgers gave four of their best hitters the night off, and they were still one out away from winning the game in extra innings. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked on Dodgers. 
uh, Mookie Betts, Trey Turner, Freddie Freeman, and Justin Turner all had the day off on Wednesday after celebrating clinching the division the night before. The Dodgers, it was tied 2-2 two to two all the way through nine innings. In the top of the 10th inning, the Dodgers scored one run to take a 3-2 to two lead. Craig Kimball came on in the bottom of the 10th, got two outs, had the uh, tying run at third, the winning run at second, and uh, with two outs, gave up a three-run home run. Uh, wasn't a terrible pitch, wasn't a great pitch, but uh, yeah, uh, meaningless game with hungover players that they sat for their best players, and they lost by one run. You know, obviously it's it's... It would be nice if Kimbrell had gotten this save. Kimbrell has been so good lately to see him blow this save. It's going to raise some questions about, you know, can he really get it done? I'm going to assume it's a blip until until I see more. Uh, it was a one bad pitch, really. And uh, But the Dodgers lost a meaningless game. So be sure to check out Locked on Dodgers. Plenty to talk about with this game. Uh, big home runs by Will Smith and Trace Thompson. Tommy Canelan made his return. A lot of good stuff to talk about. So check out Locked On Dodgers first thing in the morning. Make us your first listen. Sergio Alcantara walks it off in extra innings with a three-run shot to take down those mighty Dodgers. Miller Thomas of Locked On Dimebacks here. This game almost came down to Jake McCarthy's attempt at a stolen base in the ninth inning. He tried to steal home, tried to steal the game, but he is thrown out. It felt like that was going to be the pivot point, the turning point in the game, because in that 10th inning, in the top of the 10th, the Dodgers were able to score their ghost runner behind some porous defense by our catcher, Cooper Hummel. So it just felt like it was going to go the Dodgers' way in extra innings, but no. Sergio Alcantara said not tonight with two men on he stepped up to the plate and he crushed I thought it was just gonna be a fly ball to right field no it went over the fence sending us home sending us to bed thank you Sergio Alcantara for giving us a good night D-backs get the dub Zach Davies solid pitch into the sixth inning only two earned runs very good night by the D-backs pitching offense came through late great D-backs win over the Dodgers which does not come often so for more Diamondbacks news coverage and insight, check out the Locked on Diamondbacks podcast. Coming up, the Mariners are inching closer to snapping one of the longest playoff droughts in sports. This is Locked on Game to Game MLB. Today's edition of Locked on Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. Football is back, college and the pros, and of course, MLB is inching closer to the postseason. So if you want to get in on the action, just head over to betonline.net. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Los Angeles Angels have two of the best players in baseball. There's no doubt there with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. But they once again could not turn those stars into wins in 2022. After it officially became another losing year in Anaheim, Locked On Angels takes a recap of everything. Well, we knew this day was coming and it finally arrived the Angels have clinched their seventh straight losing season. What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. The Halos were swept by the Guardians, dropping this game today 5-3. to three. Patrick Sandoval went five and a third's innings, had given up two earned runs, and the Halos actually got the lead, and so Patrick Sandoval was in line for the win. Unfortunately, Jimmy Herget gave up the tying home run, and then Jose Ramirez hit a two-run home run off of Ryan Tapera. In this game, we saw Mickey Moniak hit a two-run home run. He's doing things that get us very excited about his future. And then Mike Trout also got an RBI in this one. But 
the Angels have just not played well in Cleveland the last couple of seasons, and uh, today was the uh, the nail in the coffin for our Halos. Of course, we knew that they weren't going to make the playoffs, but man, seven straight losing seasons does not feel good as a longtime fan. We're going to talk about this game. We're going to talk about what it means for our Halos moving forward. we got to make some changes in the offseason. Until then, we hope you'll catch us on YouTube at Lockdown Angels or catch Lockdown Angels wherever you get your podcasts. And my brother Mike and I will be there for you to break it all down. The Angels are getting closer to 100 wins by sweeping the Tigers this weekend with a solid start from Christian Javier leading the way in the series finale on Wednesday. Locked on Astros looks at where Houston stands with a firm hold on the best record in the American League. Hey there Astros fans, H. John Wheelhouse here with Locked on Astros and the Houston Astros sweep the Detroit Tigers. Is it a surprise? Not really, but last year it seemed like they had a hard time beating the lower tier teams. The Houston Astros finish off this series with a Christian Javier six solid innings and eight strikeouts. They only needed two runs, and Kyle Tucker was the one who supplied the power for this game. And the Astros just come out of this looking really good. Um, they had Framber Valdez through a 7 to nothing shutout this series. Hunter Brown looked excellent again. And our next episode with Locked on Astros with myself and Ben DuBose, we're going to be talking about is Hunter Brown making a push for a playoff spot? What about Christian Javier's playoff spot in the rotation? There are so many good things happening. And Justin Verlander returns to the mound this weekend in Oakland. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros. Remember, we're your team every day. Check us out on YouTube, Apple, Google, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, we are your team every day. Go Strohs. The White Sox are still hoping they can chase down the AL Central crown before the end of the season, but Kyle Freeland had other plans, at least for Wednesday's game against the Rockies. He shut out the Chicago lineup, and both Locked on White Sox and Locked on Rockies give you the details. I did not have the White Sox losing to the Colorado Rockies with Dylan Cease on the hill, but that's exactly what happened Wednesday afternoon. Hey, I'm Nick Morawski for Locked on White Sox. The Chicago White Sox lost to the Colorado Rockies 3 to nothing on Dylan Cease Day. Uh, Cease did not have his sharpest stuff, and the defense didn't help out, but it was really a story of lifeless White Sox offense. They had eight hits, but were 0 for 11 with runners in scoring position. The Sox are now four games back in the AL Central, chasing the Cleveland Guardians, the team they are playing on Thursday afternoon with Lance Lynn on the hill. For more, tune in to Locked On White Sox. Rock On Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked On Rockies podcast. Exactly what you like to see from Kyle Freeland. Those are the type of starts you believe in Kyle Freeland. Those are the type of starts you need from Kyle Freeland. And those are what the Rockies, those, that is what the Rockies need to do to win a game on the road. Not just a win on the road for the Rockies, which is always difficult for them to do, but a shutout on the road for the Rockies as well. The bullpen comes in, shuts the door. Carlos Estevez, Daniel Bard, both with three strikeouts each. Rockies offense highlighted by a couple of young guys, a couple of new guys making an impact as well. 3-0 wins on the road don't come often, and they don't come easy for the Rockies, and they certainly didn't in this one. A nice, nice win for the Purple Pinstripes. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies.
The Seattle Mariners beat the San Diego Padres on Wednesday night, and now they have a pretty easy schedule for the rest of the regular season. They're already in playoff position. Locked on Mariners is getting pretty excited to snap a 20-year-long postseason drought. After the Mariners got shut down by Hugh Darvish last night, Luis Castillo came right back on Wednesday and returned serve. This is Sighting Gonzalez, host of the Locked On Mariners podcast here. And Castillo strikes out nine Padres hitters through six scoreless innings of work as the Mariners go on to defeat the Padres by a score of 6-1 to in Wednesday afternoon's affair at T-Mobile Park for win number 80 on the regular season as the Mariners split a two-game set with San Diego. And it was a big bounce back performance for the offense for the Mariners offense as they receive three home runs from Julio Rodriguez a Eugenio Suarez and Carlos Santana who comes through with a big three run bomb the Mariners are now officially done with teams with a winning percentage above 500 in fact no team remaining on their regular season schedule is even within 15 games of 500 so The road to ending the longest playoff drought in major American professional sports is looking very, very clear. Catch us on the Lockdown Mariners postgame show on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you then. The Philadelphia Phillies definitely getting hot at the right time. Philly has won five in a row after taking down the Marlins in Miami on Wednesday. Locked on Philly says everything is looking up for a team itching to get closer and get ready for October. There you have it. The Philadelphia Phillies win again. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. That's the Phillies' seventh win in the last eight games. They've won their third straight series. They take down the Miami Marlins and just a wonderful night of games. Bryce Harper and J.T. Romito go back-to-back. J.T. Romito with a two-home run night, a great start from Kyle Gibson. The Phillies beat a solid pitcher in Edward Cabrera. And then Zach Eflin bounces back makes his first appearance since going on the injured list what feels like forever ago with his scoreless eighth inning. He looked great. If he's going to look that good out of the pen, this team's going to be even better. Reese Hoskins, a little bit of a scare with an injury, but he was seen laughing in the dugout, so hopefully he's okay getting hit on the hand by a pitch. But, man, the Phillies are rolling right now. This is a really good baseball team. This is a lock playoff team. They keep winning. They keep beating lesser opponents. They're going to do this the rest of the way. This team is just feeling it right now. And if they can continue this for the next five, six series, just winning series, winning games, stringing stuff together, they're going to be rolling into the playoffs with momentum. Check out more on Locked on Phillies. The Yankees visited Boston for two games in the middle of the week, and they left Fenway with a pair of wins. Locked on Yankees and Red Sox had both sides after we got reminded which team will have the last lap in the rivalry, at least for this season. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Red Sox 5-3 at Fenway to take the quick two-game series. They now have won four games in a row. Their magic number to win the division is down to 14, and their magic number to clinch a playoff spot is down to eight. Nestor Cortez pitched five innings, gave up one run on three hits, walked two, struck out seven. But let's talk about Clark Schmidt coming in after Nestor Cortez, pitching a clean two innings, striking out the side in the first inning that he pitched, and then having a 1-2-3 inning in the second inning that he pitched. Glaber Torres, what can you say about him? He is really picking things up. Now, he only had one run batted in, technically, but that's only because the Red Sox were having a little trouble playing defense, and he hit what should have been a single, possibly a double, but he scored on the play. Red Sox had a 
bit of trouble in the outfield, infield, everywhere. So, Yankees take the game at Fenway. They're off on Thursday. They'll be in Milwaukee on Friday. We'll have everything you need to know about this and everything coming up on the next Locked on Yankees. So tune in. Just when you thought things couldn't get worse for the Red Sox, Wednesday night happened. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked on Red Sox. And things just did not go Boston's way at Fenway Park. They dropped the series finale against the Yankees on Wednesday night in a game that was just very ugly. Christian Arroyo, who is not a first baseman, who was playing first base, was completely out of position on a Glaber Torres hit that ended up resulting in him going all the way around the bags, clearing the, clearing the bases to break this game open for, for the Yankees. You have Brian Bale, who pitched well enough to win, but the offense couldn't get going. J.D. Martinez missed first base. He would have been safe, but he did not touch the bag in a crucial inning that would have made it a one-run game. Just an all-around ugly game for the Red Sox. I will break it down for you. I'll try to, at least, on our next episode of Locked on Red Sox. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out your team's Locked On podcast, but also subscribe to Locked On MLB on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kainani Stevens, and this has been Locked On Game to Game.